The Wellness at Work podcast is brought to you by Amicus, hosted by Lisa Mahoney. That's me. Amicus is but a wee Scottish tech for good company, driven by its values of trust, accessibility and privacy. But I'm not here today to talk about our tech product and what we do day to day, but more the culture that we've worked really hard to create within our company that really has employee well-being at the very heart of it. And right now, employers are facing a big problem. Mental health issues are on the rise and budgets are tighter than ever. How do we navigate this situation? I pulled together some friends of mine, some contacts, the things that we've learned and, well, my general passion for wellness to bring this podcast to you in the hope that we can give you practical advice on how you can improve and create well-being programs in your companies on a shoestring budget. Let's get into it. So I'd like to welcome Ivy Malik to the Amicus Wellness at Work podcast. And Ivy Malik is a uh, mindset and business coach based in Stockholm. And the reason that we know each other is actually on a personal level, um, but very relevant to the topic of wellness at work, particularly when you're working with zero budgets and, you know, something that having things that are easy to implement remotely as well. Um, so Ivy's company is actually based in the UK as well, which I feel like is important to mention and used to live in London, right? I used to live in London. Yeah. Um, so the reason that we met was uh, we both follow a, uh, an influencer called Gala Darling. And while some of what Gala talks about is probably too much on like the woo-woo side for a lot of businesses, I think the, the sentiment and the practicality of what we actually do as a result of that is very powerful and could make some really amazing changes to people, um, employees within businesses. So um, perhaps you could talk about what we actually do every morning and, um, and then we can talk a little bit about how that could be applied to an employment setting. Yeah, I think you mentioned woo-woo and when I joined uh, Gala Darling and I followed her, I didn't realize how woo-woo she was, but I think we both have taken the best of what she offers, especially this, um, what she calls a magical morning practice, which is what how we met. We got paired up. Um, we were in a forum and we found each other and I thought it was the weirdest thing because I'd never done anything like it. Reach out to a stranger and say, hey, should we exchange should we do this thing that she's suggesting and so what we do each morning should I go through exactly what it is now yeah so what we do each morning is uh is essentially a gratitude practice and it's the only practice that has actually worked for me because I've tried gratitude practices since I was 16 or 17 Mm -hmm. and this is the only one that I've stuck with and it's pretty amazing we literally record a message and I start off with the gratitudes and then I visualize the morning of or the, the day that I want to have and I speak of it as if it's already happened so in the past tense yeah. and then I um, also think about the future so I'll choose a scenario in the future of what I want and I'll talk about that in the past tense too and and then I finish and then I listen to yours and that is just I didn't think that it would do anything for me, but listening to your gratitudes and listening to your your day and your life and then hearing it the next day, that journey has has really been amazing. Like it's been it's been so powerful and the energy that you provide and 
and the messages that you send me as a as a result for from what i have said it really kind of amplifies everything that i want to get done everything that i want to have in the future and of course the gratitudes themselves because we even respond to the gratitudes that we have yeah so that's kind of like what we do yeah. and it's amazing yeah. it really is it's like okay so like recording a message maybe takes 10 minutes and then i listen to your message which takes like another 10 minutes and all the while I'm normally doing something else, which, you know, maybe that's not the most ideal way to do it. But, you know, if I'm just putting my makeup on or making a cup of coffee, I'm listening to you. I find it very um, centering and very calming, actually. And I, I think I said to you before, like, I find your voice really soothing now. So does my dog, um, who's currently doing something she shouldn't be, just a second. <laughs> But I completely agree because uh, when we, I think this is the first time that we're talking uh, in a conversation because otherwise we listen to each other, right? And it was really weird for the first two minutes we just spoke. I'm like, wait, this is really bizarre. This is the voice that I listen to every morning. I've listened to it, I think, too. I, I, I make a note on the numbers and I think we've done 290, 290 messages, I wow. think. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's um, well for me the only thing that I've really stuck at um, and this is why I think it's really powerful because you know everyone talks about having like this perfect morning routine and how that impacts their productivity um, and the way that they feel but I, I have found and I, I know you feel this way as well that the main thing that I get from it is that it lifts my energy and um, it makes me feel optimistic about the day ahead. So, um, you know, there are obviously, there are things that happen first thing in the morning sometimes that you've just gotten out the wrong side of bed or you have, I don't know, yesterday I had building work outside which was just doing my head in um, or perhaps the dogs like peed on the carpet or who knows. And it sets me off on a wrong foot, but this practice just like brings me back to like, oh, okay, yeah, I can actually, it's my choice my choice to feel good um so what i'd like to discuss now to obviously make this relevant for um the wellness at work podcast is how an employer could implement something like this i thought we could just have an open discussion um in a work setting um and you know particularly when as we've spoken about covid19 has um introduced a lot of mental health issues to employees um, but potentially they haven't experienced before or they're experiencing worse than ever um, they have zero budget for wellness. Um, so how do you get started with zero budget? Um, and also most people are working remotely, obviously. So it feels like this could be a really powerful tool. Um, do you have any ideas about how an employer could, could actually implement that? Yeah. So I think before we even go into that, I think it's really important to realize that when a negative event happens, we actually need about five positive events to happen that will balance out that one negative event. And I mean, at work, we always have some setbacks at some point, there'll be things that won't go our way. And just to start off the day with something positive that recaps the good things that happen because we don't remember them. The things that we always really remember are the negative things. So just in a work setting to even start the day with maybe even recapping everything that happened in the day before say so like oh these are the good things that happened these are the successes i had and every little thing can be a success oh i received an email from the person who i didn't think was going to respond to me i mean it depends on what kind of work you're doing but i think that could be one thing that you could do just literally just have a 
five minute team meeting, um, depending on how big your teams are, just set aside 15 minutes where everyone just goes around saying like, oh, these are the good things that happened. But you're not focusing on the setbacks. And that in itself is a very productive way to have a gratitude practice that does not feel so woo-woo. I don't know, what do you think? Absolutely, and I think the, the visualization element of it would be really powerful. I mean, a lot of entrepreneurial types talk about how they use visualization for, um, you know, to, to bring success in business. And I think that it's really, really powerful to talk about something as if it's already happened and very easy. And I think, you know, when you and I started this, um, we were laughing about it yesterday because <laughs> in the very first um, time we did it, I think I kind of left that bit out because I was like, oh, I feel like, weird about this I don't know how to talk about something as if it's already happened but as soon as I started actually just starting and being like so I had a great day today and this happened and I felt this way and I achieved this thing um really sorry about the dog <laughs> she's just curious um so yeah I think that um so I've lost my trail of thought now. So we were talking about uh, visualization and how it was really awkward at the beginning. <laughs> Sorry, she's very distracted. Um, the visualization in a workplace setting. I think if employers were able to maybe, like, obviously not everyone is going to be up for doing something like this, but I think if everyone just tried it once, I don't think that's too much to ask. And um, if they buddied up with somebody within their place of employment and either did things the way that we do them or just, um, you know, just send like if you're using Slack or even over email, just sending a message about like, not this is what I'm going to do today, but this is what I did today. Um, I achieved these things. I felt about like this about my work. Um, I had a really great business meeting. I, um, you know, crushed my sales meeting that I had or whatever it's so so powerful and so effective and I don't think I could of all the things that I'm talking about on this wellness at work podcast I think this is probably the thing that I would advocate for the most because I have Mm -hmm. personally felt such a massive benefit from doing it um it's so simple as well and it's it's cheap (laughs) you don't need anything except for your own thoughts and your voice and maybe a little bit of time (laughs) yeah and there's you know oodles of research out there about the the um the impact of both visualization and gratitude um that you know i can potentially provide some resources on that as well but there's so much research on on the impact of that that you know i don't i almost don't feel the need to, to discuss that and to argue that case. Um, but one last question for you before you go, if that's okay, Ivy, is, um, you know, obviously this is a podcast for employers that are looking to implement wellness programs. Uh, what one piece of advice would you give them or something that they could literally do today to get started with this? I mean, if you lead from a place of positivity, then that is already a success. And people want to feel appreciated. So if you look at the gratitudes as a way of just, um, as a way of appreciating everything good that your team is doing around you, just because you're grateful for your team doesn't mean that you are a weak person or you're not in a place of a powerful position or a place in a position of leadership. So I think showing gratitude to uh, gratitude towards your team is a really powerful thing because then, then their brain lights up and they want to do more and 
they want to have more of that good feeling that you're giving to them. So I think, I think just showing gratitude towards your team, and I'm not saying you, you don't do that, most likely everyone does, but consciously doing it. And those little things, because we always, we always emphasize the big wins, but it's the small wins that get you to the big wins. So those small things are the ones that maybe need a little bit more uh, recognition. So maybe that's what I would do. Recognize the smaller wins. Yeah, that's really good and so simple. Um, and I think that, like you said, it's not about the fact that there's probably a lot of leaders out there that do show appreciation for their team, but potentially they haven't formalized it or turned it into a practice. And I think making it a practice, making it something they do daily, weekly, whatever it is, even monthly, would have a huge impact on, on their team. And if they just sent a note to their teams today to say, I really appreciate you because of X, Y, and Z, I can't imagine what that would do for somebody. Like, I think if I received that, I would be really, really touched and it would just completely boost my energy for the rest of the day. That's what you want, right? Yeah. At the end of it, you just want your energized team to produce the best results. And this is such a simple way to get there. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for your time. It's so nice to see you like face to face as well and um, to spend some time with you. And um, I hope everyone uh, finds this useful. And I think this could be really game changing for a lot of businesses. And I, I really appreciate your advice there. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. You've been listening to the Wellness at Work podcast brought to you by Amicus and hosted by Lisa Mahoney. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen.